I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, You will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. (laughs) From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Labonte, welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community, and they are going to bless your soul. I'm here to tell you what a treat and a treasure. I have to tell you something, friends. I had jury duty this week, and I showed up, and I kept getting picked, and then I got all the way into the courtroom. The lawyers were interviewing all of us to see who they wanted to put on the jury, and I thought, well, this is so neat. I was like, what's the crime? What's the perp? Where is he? Who is he? I figured it was a man because, you know, jails are mostly made up of men, and uh, so it turns out he's probably a teenager. I couldn't even be a grown-up adult. You know what the crime was that he was being hauled in for? He threw poop at a cop. <laughs> and I said, I says, oh, I didn't end up getting picked in the end, and I wish I had because I said, I want to know some details on this. I says, what kind of poop? Because if it was human poop, that's way different than dog poop. So I don't know how the case turned out or anything. I just know that there's a cop out there who kind of 
was humiliated for a while and uh, took the kid all the way to court. Seems like there might be better uses of our uh, uh, taxpaying dollars than um, a cop who had some who got some poop on him. I've I've been pooped on by both my Frenchies and one of my corgis. Anyway, just like Thomas had his doubts, I doubt I'd be able to do any of this without my friend and co-host Gray Haas. Welcome, my man. Hey, Hallie. How are you doing? So good to see you. I'm so happy. I'm so excited about today's episode. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be an amazing episode, um, and uh, we'll find out why in a little bit. But we can also uh, I just wanted to let everyone know I'm pretty happy right now. I was going to talk about Climax and what we were up to this weekend, but I just got an alert on my phone. Hmm. Um, Are you aware of the Instagram handle Preachers and Sneakers? Preachers and Sneakers? Preachers and Sneakers. Ooh, okay. Okay, so that's Preachers and Sneakers. What it is, it's this really cool Instagram handle of Preachers and highlighting the footwear. And I've been put on it. Somebody (gasps) snapped one of my photos this weekend from Climax Ministry and I've been featured um, because I just got some new Jordans. They're the off-white European release of a limited edition Jordan and they cost me about $1,000. And um, so I was featured... Uh, on the Instagram handle, I've gotten uh, so many more new followers, and I'm just very excited because I really did want to up my footwear game because it's a great great way to connect with youth is to really show like, hey, guys, I've got uh, shoes that are really similar to yours. Maybe then we could talk about Jesus. Yeah. And so I've spent quite a bit of money lately on uh, new sneakers just so I can connect with my youth on that level. Well, that's important. If they respect you, then they'll listen to you. That's right. So check it out, Preachers and Sneakers. I'll be on there hopefully for the for, for You're kind of famous now, Gray. I'm a bit, well, I don't want to call it fame, but I did uh, add about a thousand followers. That is so cool. Preachers and sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. It's just the N. Preachers and sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. I think Instagram is really a great way to minister. If If you're in the ministry and you're not on Instagram, I don't think you're using all the tools at your disposal to bring a message to people who need to hear it. Yeah. That's true. And you know what? Facebook is part of, uh, Instagram is part of Facebook and they're so great. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, the other day I was at the gym and I just, a word came to my heart and I was like, you know, I'm going to share this now. I went live. Have you ever done that? No. Gone live on Instagram. Oh, cool. I went live while I was doing burpees and I just was able to minister to people and people were jumping on and saying, Hey, asking me lots of questions. And I would just be able to, I went through my workout as usual, but I was still able to minister to people as I did it. Oh, you know what? Next time you do an Instagram live, I want to see you do a clean jerk. Oh, that's right. Cause I don't even know what that is. A clean jerk. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, maybe next time I go live, I'll, I'll jerk it live. That's so cool. Well, it's been a very dramatic week in my house because uh, my son Day, he started challenging my husband Lance. And uh, because Lance was watching TV and the news was on and um, something came on about how a priest, you know, these priests, they get in some of them and sometimes some things come up. And I guess right. this priest had, you know, I don't know, raped like 20,000 kids or something. And my, hu- and my husband Lance was like, you know what? There are hundreds and millions of wonderful priests. And now people are just going to think they're bad because of this one guy, you know? Right. And um, another thing came out about, you know, some cop, you know, unloads like 16 rounds of bullets into the back of a little black kid. And my husband goes, you know what? There are hundreds and millions of wonderful cops. And people are going to think cops are bad now just because, you know, this happened to one kid one time. And my and and my son Day then later where the TV's on a thing comes on about some Muslim terrorist and Day goes Hey Dad let's hear it There's hundreds of millions of wonderful Muslims you know Right And and Lance had to be like You know what Day You don't get it Go to your room right. We took away his phone for two hours. Right.
This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hey listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... I'm trying to ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertain. This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. (laughs) From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like the Israelites marched around Jericho for seven days and seven nights so they could get in there and pillage it and murder everyone and take over because God promised it to them. Your walls are about to fall down because you won't be able to resist the charms of our guest today, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Please welcome recording artist all the way from down under. Brenna Barber. You guys, thank you so much for having me. Oh, Brenna, it's <laughs> so nice to have another Aussie on the show for Two the first Aussies. time. I know, I have to say, being in the States and having another Aussie at the table, I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the minority. <laughs> I'm scared. That's right. Well, Brenna, it's so good to have you. And uh, we're, we're still uh, tingling because uh, over the weekend, um, we just had an amazing performance from you as uh, one of our guest uh, performers, speakers, and artists. Oh, thank you all so much. I have to say, your church, Twin Hills, 
it feels like, you know, I'm at my church. And when I was out there looking at you two and I connected eyes actually with both of you, um, I felt like, you know, the message that I had was not just for the church but also specifically for you. Really? (laughs) Wow. Awesome. I'll take it. I'll take any message you got for me, girl. Absolutely. So, Brenda, tell us a little bit about your ministry. How did you get started and um, uh, and where, where do you come from? Okay, so I, as you listeners might know, I'm from Australia, specifically Melbourne. Oh, great. And um, I spent a little time there. Oh, really? yeah. Oh. I was wondering, like, where specifically are you from? Well, I was in Melbourne for a bit. Then I went down to Brisbane. I was over in Perth for a while. Then I was in Sydney. I also spent time in Tasmania. Um, so pretty much all over. Oh, wow. That truly is all over. Okay, <laughs> that's why I couldn't pin it. Okay, right. perfect. Um, but so I grew up uh, in Hillsong. And uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's everything you think. And, you know, I was just a little kid, you know, and I would watch my mother on stage uh, leading worship. And, you know, they said I walked to the front, you know, I wasn't even potty trained. You know, I had a diaper puffing out and I just was singing so loud that eventually by age of three, they gave me a mic. You know, age of three, they gave me a mic. Three. Three, 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 three. A borderline right. two, and that's wow. f- which is four years here. Right, exactly. Exactly. Wait. Age of, well, age of three in Australia is four years here. Right, years. exactly. Oh, right. Okay. Exactly. And so then I started leading like the children's worship, wow. like at my house, like yeah. in the back. You know, we'd have it outside under the stars. Oh. And then um, I started getting messages, like <gasps> prophetic messages in my sleep. Whoa! Really? Like I was downloading. <gasps> Absolutely. And uh, one day my mom were, you know, eating dinner and I, I told her something, you know, that, about, that was going to happen in her day. And I said, be careful at work. And, you know, they thought it was so weird and looming. But turns out the microwave exploded at her work. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it took off from there. So then I knew I had the prophetic gift. Eventually I'm leading the women's group, even though I'm a teen. What? And- Absolutely. I know. I know. I'm so blessed. You are too Only blessed to be stressed. the grace of God. Only by the grace of God. And so then, you know, I'm at Hillsong, you know, and I'm kind of moonlighting there. And then I kind of just developed my own ministry of, you know, leading these classic worship songs. But then also just speaking out uh, anything that I download, basically, wow. on the spot. I just speak it out. That's great. And are they mostly warnings? No, no, that one. That's so funny. No, um, but some of them are. I mean, oh, that's the thing. You know, right. I just download. I don't choose. Whoa. Some of them are more encouragement. Oh, You know, some of them have to do with uh, wombs and like being barren. Some have to do with cancer. Some have to do with like your animals, Oh, you know. yeah. Right. So when you have to give one of these um, prophecies, and I just think that is such a great gift, what if, if it's a difficult prophecy, do you sometimes get a bit reticent, a bit scared to say it? No, absolutely. I mean, I think I do get scared, but then when I do get scared, I picture laying my head on like Jesus's chest oh. and just like feeling his heartbeat. And so then it's not as scary. Right. Yeah. You, you know, because I'm, pro- I'm protected and they're protected and I invite them to kind of lean on his chest with me. Wow. You know, so that we can, you know, work through that. So wow. Awesome. If you get a prophetic message while we're recording, I'm I want to hear it. I'm going to share it. Don't worry. I don't, 
I don't hold back. You never censor it, even if no. even if it's like you're with a couple and the husband is having an affair and God tells you, you say it right in front of the wife. Here's the thing: I do have like class, but I'm also a bit crass. Ooh. You know, have you seen that movie? It's a secular movie, um, but I did watch it uh, for a film class, a Minority Report. Right. Yeah. Okay. So do you know when like the precog, like she walks by that woman and is like, don't go home. He knows. Like she warns a woman, she puts a hand on her shoulder, you know, cause she knows things. She's basically, a, you know, prophetic. But anyway, sometime, one time a person told me that that's what they felt like I did. And I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad, wow. you know, but sometimes it's spooky. I hear Tom Cruise does all his own stunts. No way. Yeah. But I just think that's so cool. That's absolutely rare. Yeah, I think he broke a ankle or something in the last Mission Impossible. Oh. Yeah, that one was good. Lance awesome. and I went. It was real neat. A helicopter fell out of the sky. It was real tense. So you're working at Hillsong and you're just coming up through the ranks. And then and then now you'd, you've got your own ministry. Yeah, absolutely. I'm traveling. Christine Kane. Yes. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so. Dynamic, dynamic. She's a <laughs> dynamic powerhouse for Christ. And she came through Hillsong and I was just shaking in my boots when I looked at her. Right. Because this woman is on fire for God. Yes, she is. Right. You look at her. Yeah. And she clocked eyes with me, called me on stage because I didn't even go on stage. I said, I don't deserve to share the stage. Wow. And then basically I was traveling with her. I was traveling with her for three years. Did she ever ask you to travel with her? She asked me on the spot in front of the church. Wow. My father had to give me away. Wow. Basically, my father gave me away, you know, and said, take her. Right. Show her the ropes because I can't, sh- where she's going, you know, I, he didn't have that ability. Only like Christ and maybe someone else with a gift. Yeah. Could do that. You have an incredible gift. It's just, I wish friends out there listening, if you could just be in the same room with Brenna Barber, I, I'm telling you, she radiates. You, you're like, I don't know, God is really using you. You're a speaker, you're dynamic, you're a singer, you're a musician, you're a, a writer. You can preach, you can teach, you can sing, you can wail on instruments and write songs and lift his name on high. It's unbelievable. You're, you have an anointing, my friend. Uh, thank you so much for saying that. And, you know, I have to say, this is an anointed space. Whoa. This is an anointed space because I am feeling at peace oh. right now. And, you know, speaking to what you were saying is I do feel activated. You know, yeah. I felt activated in that I am on whatever path the Lord has for me. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but sometimes like I can go in the kitchen and I can just cook, you know, but I've never... I yeah. don't know anything about cooking. Really? But I just can rock a meal out. Whoa. You know, and I feel like, I just feel like a conduit. Whoa. You know, I I don't know specifically how to drive, but I'll tell you what, in here, you know, I, I needed to get around and someone just threw me the keys and I just you gave just it up to God. It. I just gave it up to God. Whoa. Wow. I just it, love that. You really put your trust in God that God's got the answers and God does always have the answers. And always. sometimes it's going to turn out that, yeah, you can cook, you can drive. Exactly. You can do so many things that you have not been trained to do. And the only thing stopping you is you. You use some interesting words. I just want to point out, you say download, you say conduit, you say channel, you said minority report. I mean, these are all really modern ways of thinking about God's love. And I just love those words because a lot of times people think, hey, church is a bit old. 
and you're going, no, you can download God's love. That's it though. That's it. Because here's the thing, and this is a lot of like what I do. People think that like you, it's sacrilege to update you know, the system of the church. And that's how you're losing souls. That's how you're losing children. That's, that's how right. marriages are falling apart. That's how drugs and death and racism and rape and all of that, because people are unwilling to just update their system and say, Christ is alive and well, just as he was then as he is now. Right. So you think that I can't, you, just like you were talking about your phone, a phone is a very appropriate ministry, more than appropriate, it actually reaches souls. And so wow. I feel like, I am awoken to what Christ has for me. And he's saying to me specifically, I need you to update the system. Right. You know, I need you to update these systems because this is the frequency that a lot of people, especially that are going to be coming into the church. You know, a lot of my ministry is evangelizing to those that aren't yet in the church. How am I going to get them by saying, put your phone away, like pull a transcript out. Let's transcribe. You know what I mean? No, I'm going to say, get your 10XS out. Right. I loved how when you said in the service, you said, everybody go live right now on your phone. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And you, you pulled that out quick, right. you know, and I clock that because when I'm up there, I see, and I, I want people to go live. Cause like, who's on their feed? Yeah. You right. know what I mean? That's what you have to think because the people in the church probably aren't watching it. Right. Right. So who are those other people? What are, are they on the corner? Are they like, you know, having an added dance party or something or like are they at the store they like watching movies or like doing drugs or you know what you know what are they doing but they got their phones out that's right and they might say whoa that looks like a rocking good time it was too the whole room was so hot you had that whole room when it went live people were screaming people were sweating people know how to scream right at your church okay how much of what you're doing is is you're just are you improvising or have you memorized that sermon or are you just following the spirit and he's speaking through i'm you? following the spirit Whoa. there is no script really? i don't even own a pen really i don't own a pen now granted i will throw something in my phone you know it's not like i don't write anything down but i don't own a pen and when i get on that mic I'm plugged in to the mainframe of Jesus Christ. Oh. Mainframe, she did it again. I love that. I love the colorful language. And so, so you you mean to tell me that you you were just inspired to the, the whole um, call and response when when you said when I say God, you say boom. Absolutely, because I felt like a sonic boom was going off in there. You know, I felt like we were breaking the sound barrier. You know what I mean? That's what I felt like. You know that like if you've ever seen like a jet and it breaks the barrier and it just rocks your ears. That's what I felt like was happening. You know, with worship drum. Oh, you know, I got that drum. Okay, I got that drum when I was in Louisiana. I I, like kind of bartered for it. I gave away a computer. I don't. You know, that was an interesting time for me but so I gave away a computer and I got this big drum this barrel drum with that like a big gong like stick right and some an oil drum absolutely it's an oil drum and you know because it it, it was of you know New Orleans because I said if I go somewhere I want some from there right you know it's from the freight from the spill absolutely and I said you know what why don't we use this thing that's ravaged and like learn to make noise with it that's right. gonna bring christ into this house and i'll tell you what I, my wrist hurts that's how much i was checked out and checked into god i hurt wow. my wrist god's healing it though it's coming back but yeah i was wailing on it so you were down in louisiana you're with a f- i'm assuming a family or something they, they've lost everything in an oil spill and you're going hey we can use this oil spill 
Absolutely. Spread the word of God. And that's the thing, because you, you know, if people are in a tough spot, that you know, they're going to have plenty of people going in, going, oh no, look at this mess. What are you going to do? You don't have, you can't do anything. Your teeth are rotting out. What happened? But then you need someone to come in and say, can we raise the roof? I mean, well, they didn't have a roof. But like the thing is, like I'm more of like the spiritual roof. That's and that's right. what I'm there for. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'll tell you what, I've never seen anything like it. Do you ever not remember what you preached that day? Uh, predominantly. Wow. That's the thing. I have to have people kind of snap me out of it, you know? Sometimes you look at me and I look a little spooked. And, and it's because I'm coming back. And you'll just keep going for hours and unless somebody keep going. You. And that's the truth. That's the truth. That's why That's why I've got Cindy, yeah. you know? People oh, call my handler like, to yeah. joke. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, she's got to keep me on course. I walk right off the stage. Wow. Really? I, and it's a, not a problem if it's like one step. But, you know, sometimes I'll take a dipsy do. Yeah. But, you know, and I know Christ is going to protect me. And that's the thing. I do that for them. They want to keep me on the stage. I'm okay with falling. Right. You yeah. know? Falling into his Fall- arms. Exactly. Because Christ is there with his arms wide open. And who am I? That's right. Who am I? Who am I? You're who am I? Brenna Barber. Now, when your father sold you to Christine Kane, did that feel like something? Um, did you want to go? Oh, or was absolutely. It? Okay. Being, having my father give me away to Christine was honestly one of the biggest moments in my life. Other than the day that I truly was on the track to be Christ's bride, you know, because I'm not married, you know, it's not like I don't really have time for that right now because I'm, you know, I'm married to Jesus. Right. You know, I know exactly I, what you mean. That, I just the, don't have time and for that's, it. I don't have time for it. And, you know, and having Christine there was kind of nice because it's like I'm married to Christ. I've got this like leader figure that's just bringing down the house every night that my dad gave me to and I felt cradled yeah yeah felt like a circle like a now being married to Christ and and you were mentioning earlier that you sometimes put your head on his chest um is it his bare chest um so as I see it it is his robe is um kind of like that v you know like the rope is really loose and he does have a hairy chest and i see him as a little bit darker like, yeah i think he's a hairy chest i don't see him as fully caucasian um but he's not black you know what i mean but so anyways this hair is like pouring out and i just like lay my head on it and i can feel his heart beating one of my favorite worship songs actually and maybe you've heard of it but it's like i want to sit at your feet drink from the cup in your hand uh, I want to feel you. I want to feel your heartbeat. You right. know, this love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. Do you know that? this yeah. love is so deep? It's more than I, I can stand. stand. Do you know that? Yeah. It sounds like a love I wanna song. I want to melt in your peace. It's overwhelming. Right. In your peace. In your peace. I want to melt. Um, no, I think it's P-E-A-C-E. Okay. Yeah, but so it's like just like the peace is overwhelming and I just want to melt. I want to lay at his feet. Drink from the cup in his hand. Lay my head against you. Feel your heart beat. What's in the cup? I want to say wine. I've never had it, but I think maybe like wine. But I feel like he would know exactly what type of wine I would like. And so if I Mm. ever do drink wine, if Jesus offers me wine, I'm drinking it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and they, well, he could know, just I, take a bottle of Evian and be like, "Here you go, it's a Pinot Noir." Exactly, and I'd say, "Let's get drunk on the Lord." That's you know? right. Right. I mean, I basically had very similar thoughts, except the only thing that I would say is different in my imagination is um, that Christ does uh, sort of at least trim his chest. Oh, he shaves his oh, chest hair. 
I think, or just tends it, you know. Right. If I anything, I think the, the ropes might kind of wear it down, you know, right. just because of the way his like uh, garb is set up. That's, right. that's kind of right. what I picture. Now, did you ever, um, when you sp- when you speak of Hillsong, did you ever run into Brooke Frazier? Oh, yes, I know Brooke. Okay. Pretty yeah, well, we, actually. Um, yeah. yeah we, uh, we did date for a while. What you dated Brooke? Yeah. For how long? Yeah. Uh, we dated about two years, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Has she ever mentioned? Did she ever mention? Because uh, we no. pretty serious, we did think about getting married. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no. I, um, you know what? The thing is, you know, she didn't. But maybe that's because it was so personal. That's right. That's you right. know, sometimes you got to keep things on your own heart. Maybe you're the one that got away, Gray. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Do you feel like she's the one that got away? Do you still have a little candle burning in your heart? For uh, no, absolutely not. Because, um, you know, she really got distracted, I think, by success. And I think oh. that's just not something I'm very interested in. Is somebody that's going to be so um, obsessed, really, is the word that I would use for it. Where, you know, ministry is one of those things where, hey, you got to remember who you're ministering to and who you're re- ministering for. And if either of those things gets out of balance, I'm not interested oh. in your ministry. It's an uninteresting ministry. An mm. intre- an, in, um, it's m- I think you've ministry. got to go I'm back ministering. in. You've got to go back into your heart, you know. Yeah. That's not my muscle downloading right now. Wow. Really? Yeah. Thanks. No, no yeah. one can get away. Just like you said, no one can get away if Christ didn't have him there for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one can get away from Christ if he decides he's going to catch you. Absolutely no one. Right. Once once he's got you in his net, you don't get away. Absolutely. And if you did get away, you weren't there to begin with. Now, I'll tell you what, Brenna. I bet there are a million guys out there who would just... just kill to be able to be with you i bet they're throwing themselves in it yeah you know i think that um that's very possible but i have like kind of like i have blinders on okay you know to men because here's the thing we're all only people and you know right now the only thing that i can be on fire for is christ and like if i take my blinders off i'm truly going to walk off the stage but not the minute like not this worship stage like the stage where I'm really going to break my arm, you know? And I think that eventually I'm going to download a message and then the guy's going to be right there or maybe even not. I don't even care. You know, I, right right now I feel like I have a husband and I do. Well, I think it's so neat how you talk about uh, the more you fall in love with Christ, the more you are preparing yourself to be in love with a real man later. And that's the, and that is exactly what it is because you can't learn to love a man if you don't know what it's like to, be loved unconditionally and love unconditionally. And you have to learn that like, you know, Christ is the head um, of the church, but the man is the head of the marriage. And so I am learning to fall in line. Okay. Okay. Because I can move the neck, you know, but ultimately if God says, this is the message, guess what? That's what's coming out of my mouth. Okay. You know, that's what's coming out of my mouth. And so when I do have a husband, I'm going to be so ready to turn the head you know, my neck, the neck, well, I will be the neck. I'll be so strong and make sure that we look the right direction. But at the end of the day, I have to be willing to walk off the stage, right. you know, because he is who's going to lead me. And right now, right. I, the only thing I want to be led by is Christ, not an <sighs> earthly man. But, you know, by should the, that come? Being led by the neck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like the neck, but he's the head. So he, you he's, know what I mean? He's doing all the thinking and like talking oh, and right. things like that. But, so are there... So he's loving you unconditionally. 
Absolutely. And you're loving him unconditionally. Absolutely. But there's just a few conditions. Absolutely. Well, that Christ put in place, though. So. Right. And that's what we all have to do. I mean, you know that. A hundred And here's the thing. You are a very, I, like, when I see the perfect wife, I am seeing you. <gasps> really? I am seeing you. Wow. You are, like, right now, I don't think, like, you say, I'm so great. I don't think I could do what you do right now. I, I'm not, like, you on another level. And that's not easy. Being a great wife you know, that's the thing. It's not easy, no. but it's what we must do. That's right. right. It takes work. Everybody says marriage takes work and marriage isn't easy. And it's true. It really does. It takes, it takes work. And there are times where, you know, I'm just hiding my body under the uh, covers because, you know, it's imperfect and I don't want him to see this. And I feel like I'm a mess and I don't feel desirable at all. And I'm just under there hiding. But I say, you know what, if you turn the lights off and make it pitch black in here, uh, you know, we can have some romance. And, you know, I, I'm laying in my bed in the, the, you know, I'm always, you know, I've got my pajama set on and, you know, I've got the light on because I kind of like to leave the light on, you know. Is this on the tour bus? It's on the tour bus. Absolutely. I've got like a bunk oh. and I've got a little like candle. It's like a battery operated, but I just put it in the corner and I just oh. say, always leave a light on. And it's Cindy know? above. Yes. She's at, well, she's above. She's had some spills, you know, she's had some spills. So sometimes she sleeps in the chairs because there's something about, I think, the bus and like we're often in motion. Yeah. She has a sleepwalking thing. But overall, I at least picture her up there, which is kind of nice. You know, once again, I feel protected. And, you know, we had a, three years where we toured when I was uh, from 14 to 17 because that's when my father gave me away. And then I went off and did my own ministry and, uh, but now I'm back with her and it feels good to be a woman yeah. and back in there with my Christine. Right. Just leading is me. Is Christine on the bus too? She is. Wow. That uh, We I, often go to different churches in the same location. Oh, though, that's because cool. Because she doesn't necessarily like to. Spread she doesn't want me to say this. She doesn't like to go to the same church with me because we're kind of similar. Yeah. You know, you're both so powerful. Yeah. Once the cops got cold. Really? Once the cops got cold because we were both like leading a ministry and we were bringing down the house so much that someone called the like fire department. Like a sound department. disturbance? Yeah, a sound. There was a noise disturbance. Really? Yeah. The amount of talent, grace, giftedness, and and power and the future of Christendom is in that bus. I, I bet that bus is surrounded by angels who have their swords out. I think the bus is actually protected because I've driven it so many times. And, and you don't drive. And I, once again, I don't drive. And like, we just end up places. And sometimes it's not even where we planned in yet. That was where we were supposed to go. We were supposed to go to a church last week, you know, booked. And obviously I like couldn't, had a hard time like reading my phone. And we ended up at another church and we unloaded all the gear in. You know, at the end of the day, I said, this is where we're supposed to be. So that's is that right. what happened this weekend? Because we, you, I didn't know you were on the schedule. No. Okay. So that's the thing. Like. It, it wasn't but the thing was the minute i clocked eyes with you two like i was saying i said hold on not only is this message for this church but i have a feeling these two specifically are who i'm talking and look at us at this table i wasn't even supposed to be there right Providence. Right, Providence. because we didn't actually book anybody today and you were just out in the hallway a bit ago. No, and that's, okay. And see, this is the thing that I'm talking about. This is how you know you're on the path that Christ has for that's you. That's right. Like, do you think it's happenstance, you know, that I ended up at your church when I was honestly supposed to be 200 miles away in an absolutely different state? Right. Oh, you were supposed to be in Chicago. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I was actually supposed to be at a really huge church oh, you- there. Like T.D. Jakes was going to be guest speaking. It was supposed to be like a whole conference. But you know what? God, and, God and, brought her to Twin Hills. That's so cool. Abs- and I honestly, I rolled up there and I said, Chicago looks different. Yeah. yeah. And, and it did. But, you know, I think it has to do with I have like vowel issues. You know what I mean? Like when I read words, uh-huh. I don't have dyslexia, but sometimes it just sends me on a different path. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Wow, that is so cool. So where are you heading next? Well, I think where we're supposed to be going is Florida. Okay. Okay. I'm supposed to be going to Tampa. Oh. But well, there's places all along the way uh-huh. that we're supposed to be stopping at. And I tell them, I don't want to know. And that's honestly why I had such a hard time getting to your church because I actually didn't know. I don't ever know where I'm supposed to go because my job is to just get on stage, plug in and speak i don't you know i don't even know what i'm putting in my mouth before i eat it Whoa. it's too much oh that is now what do you like better preaching or um, doing the singing and the dancing um i love i think i love singing and dancing the most because i really i have a, a gift for dance you do. and i've and i've never been trained i've never taken one dance class right never i like can do hip-hop yeah. I can do rock. Yeah. I can do ballet. Oh. I can do just overall worship with tambourine. Yeah. That's like my my main thing is worship with tambourine. That was my favorite part of today. That was actually. incredible. Yeah. yeah. And with those ribbons coming off of the tambo, right. it was, you could see, you know, the trail, the arc. It was like the Holy Spirit was coming right through that tambo. And, and that's the thing. My, uh, my father gave me that really? tambourine the day he gave me one. He gave you what? Oh, it's like your dowry. Like, have you ever seen your father again? Um, I haven't, but that's because Australia is really far away. That's right. right. You know, it's absolutely so far away. But like, I look at him um, online sometimes and Mm. he looks relatively the same. And, you know, we Skype sometimes. um, But sometimes I think people get too connected to like physically seeing a person when really you need to be like, well, just like think about them. And, you know, and I can think about him in my dreams. And sometimes I feel like, oh, I actually just hung out with him. So I'm kind of good on it, you know. And uh, you, you said, I've got a heavenly father. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I've got a heavenly father. I've got Christine. I've got everyone I meet on the road. I've got you guys now. Like nice. you're yeah. my family. And oh. so I, yeah, I do have a real um, mom and dad. My mom is in a mental institution, um, unfortunately. But honestly, that's okay. Yeah. That's what I just want to say on the record. That's okay. okay. Um, but so I don't see you that much. So I kind of am prepared to like not see my dad that much because, you know, mom always had like, Mm. weekends and you know those got dwindled down a bit yeah um but she was the best worship leader you've ever seen really Uh, was she uh, even even now even now she leaves worship there really and you know some people say she's mentally ill um some people beg to differ right wow that's so cool well a lot of those psych wards they have a piano and different activities and Mm -hmm. stuff absolutely Right. So you said your mom's in a mental institution. Do you ever take any inspiration, though, from this uh, the style of uh, worship leading that she's doing there? Oh, absolutely. And I think the thing is the the style is relatively what it was before. Like, um, and when I hang out and, like, Skype with her, because, you know, I Skype with my mother, like, you know, she kind of just seems the same. I mean, you know, we, you know, we kind of have some of the same visions and, um, you know, she dreams and sometimes like I'll dream of her and she'll dream of me and we'll like connect and we realize it was like on the same mountain. We saw the same thing. And, you know, she, uh, she understands exactly what I do. And oftentimes she's my biggest counselor. Wow. You know, she's who yeah. I talk to the most. She's from my great. Fam- no, she's absolutely great. She's doing so well. I mean, I could only hope I'd have, you know, 
so much prophecy in my future uh, because the gift has never been taken from her. Right. You know, the gift has never been taken from her. And um, really, you know, that would be what's most devastating to me. And you know what? When Noah heard God and he said, I got to build this boat, everybody, you know what they said to him? They said, you're crazy. Absolutely. People love to say crazy. You're on to something here. And now that I'm like thinking about it, yeah, like a lot of the times my dad, I, you know, you know, people will say like, it seems, you know, like your dad thought, thinks you're just like your mom. Like maybe that's why he gave you to Christine. And, you know, I originally I thought about that only as like a good thing. And I still actually do because he married my mom. So of course he loves her. Sure. And might I be as lucky? You know, that I'm just like my mother. See? Right. I mean, I think it's just such a powerful story. When you look at the whole scope of what you've done, you started preaching when you're three, you know, you're year three, four years old. You, you, you're, you're leading groups as a small child. You, you're given away as a young person to Christine Kane. You've traveled the world. You, you came here today, you, you banged on a big oil drum with a giant stick, and you, got, you were inspired to sing a song called, you know, when I say God, you say boom. You've got downloaded ideas and visions and prophecies. I mean, there's no one that can look at that and say you're crazy. No. Absolutely. Well, just like the leper reached for Jesus' robes, I'm reaching into the mailbag. Dear Twin Hillers, I know the Apostle Paul struggled in the flesh. I am 17 and am definitely struggling in the flesh. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Am I right? I play tennis and I also do theater. I am the type of girl that could get any guy to go out with me. How do I avoid the temptations of the flesh? Sincerely tempted. Oh, right. Well, you know, I hate to say this, but I do think I know who this person is. It's probably Callie Llewellyn. Did you say Callie Llewellyn? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, I mean, she pretty much fits all those parameters. So I do, so Callie, if... If this is your letter, sorry I called you out like that, but, you know, we've, we've had this talk before. If I were to give advice directly, I think I would say that you've got to stop trying to be so in your flesh, mm. you know. Right. Like, don't give your flesh the power over you. Your flesh is not more powerful than yeah. the Lord. That's right. So what are you really putting first? Right. You know, your, your interactions with these uh, boys and things like that, going to the movies or all those things. It's like, no, you need to start focusing on church, on ministry. You need to start going to youth group. You need to start dancing in your room. You need to start trying to download from the Lord. You need to ask for prophetic dreams. You need to, you know, have Friday dinners and pray over your meals and ask for the food to nourish you and also cleanse you of your dark thoughts. Things like that. Those are the things that are going to make a difference in your life. And you need to start like putting your socks one foot at a time, but putting a little bit of coconut butter in the bottom and then praying over that when it turns into oil and asking for the Lord to cleanse your feet and make sure that you don't walk into anything dirty. You need to start uh, brushing your hair and parting it on the left side and then putting oil on your part and asking that the Lord take all the dark thoughts out throughout the day you need to start brushing your teeth and using baking soda and you need to put a little bit of oil in your mouth and ask for the lord to make sure that nothing sinly comes out of your mouth and also that nothing goes in it that is sinful you need to start manicuring your hands very thoroughly and your nails specifically you need to put a little bit of oil on your cuticle beds and also on your hands and you need to raise them up to god at night every night and pray for about two minutes asking the god to take the sins out of your flesh you know you've got to make sure that you're using sanitary napkins uh, i wouldn't recommend tampons right now because i don't think that uh, you're in a 
place where you should be inserting anything into yourself okay make sure that when you are using the restroom that you are in and you are out of there make sure that when you are talking to men or women boys or girls even your teachers male or female make sure that you are not looking at them directly in the eye if you are feeling the urge of the flesh because anything can turn you even animals don't like let them get in your bed with you don't let them lick their hands don't let them lick your feet anything like that once you start doing things like that make sure that when you drive your car you go to point a you go to point b you map it once and then you go you do not steer off the path because if you really want to be serious about this you really want to be on fire for god you really want to stay pure then you got to do those things and if you do that it's going to be easy amen Brenna Barber was played by Brianna Baker. Check her out on Netflix on I Think You Should Leave and follow her on Instagram at Beedies. That's B-E-D-E-S. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Hey, stoners. How's it going? I'm James Mastriani. Host of the podcast, I'm Too and High. Hi, neighbors, and this is Adam Peacock from My Neighbors Are Dead. And we are excited to tell you about a live show coming up. Isn't that right, James? That's right. June 12th at the Three of Clubs in Los Angeles, we're going to be doing a live podcast episode of both of our shows. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Doors at 730, shows at 8. We got Mark Evan Jackson from The Good Place in Brooklyn Nine-Nine sitting in with us. We'll have a panel of comedians that we will be getting absolutely very high and having them do comedic challenges so june 12th the three of clubs at 7 30 tickets are only five bucks and you can get a ticket at i'm too effing high.com or my neighbors are dead.com see you there and smoke weed every day yeah do it both of those things <laughs> campfire